There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male or female. For you are one in Christ Jesus. Hello, friends. Welcome to yours, mine, and ours. Stories of faith and life. Stories are like windows to people's deepest self and inner life. Through our stories, we share who we are and what God has done and is doing in our lives. Thanks to our guest, we will have a fantastic opportunity of listening to funny, engaging, and profound stories of regular people, like you and me, in their journey with Jesus. Don't miss it out and join us! Hello friends, this is another episode of yours, mine, and ours, Stories of Faith and Life. Today I have the privilege to have a great conversation with Irene, Irene Kranz. She's a wonderful woman. I love uh, to work with her because she's always laughing. And uh, you know what? There is something in her laugh that just uh, helped me to connect uh, to her. So I love, I love to have you, Irene. Welcome here. Thank you. <laughs> you moved to Canada a long time ago in 1976 as well. You are married. Uh, I'm going to ask you how long, but not yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have worked in different places here. Um, yeah. You have been a member of this congregation for 35 years. I, yeah. I when I when I saw that it was like wow, I never <laughs> been that long <laughs> a <laughs> member of a church, you know. Uh, and you have several hobbies. You like to cooking and baking, reading and gardening. Yeah. So Irene, welcome here. Thank you I'm for having me. Good. I'm so <laughs> glad to, uh, that you accepted our invitation. And you know what? This is a, a conversation that I think somehow it helps our people um, feel a little bit of community. Just listening to our stories, our voices again and say, hey, yeah. I know her. And perhaps there are things that you are going to share today that some people don't know about you. And that's yeah. the beauty of having this conversation. So again, thank you, Arain, for being here with us. Uh, I would like to, um, you know, start our conversation by asking the simple question, who is Irene Cran. Oh, yeah, who is she? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Irene is an older woman by now. <laughs> I'm semi-retired uh -huh. from my job, which I had for 40-some years. Wow. And I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah? I liked it for many years, but it got too stressful for me. So uh -huh. I figured there was more in life than being under stress all the time. Absolutely. So then this job came up here at our heart, at our church mm -hmm. for a custodian. Mm -hmm. So then I figured, oh, well, try that. And lucky me, I got the job. Good for you. So I've been, that was totally different what I had been doing up to that point. Uh -huh. But it was good. I had more time for myself, which I wanted to do. I, oh, okay. I did not like my stressful life anymore. Sure. And, uh, but then I did that. But a year ago, I found myself... I needed a little more. Uh -huh. So then I started, uh, now I'm doing part-time home care. Right. And I enjoy that too. It's something okay. so different to care for a really older person. Uh -huh. She's totally dependent, dependent on her help. Right, right. I understand. So that's what I'm doing now. And then my household. And I have, uh, Ben and me have a daughter, uh -huh. which I'm really proud of. So it's a lot of times, like whatever, well, like everybody knows we can't spend much time lately, uh -huh. but that is 
Amanda, uh, she is like the highlight of my life. Oh, I like to do things beautiful. with her uh-huh. and do together and we right. have a great relationship. And, and then I did volunteer in our church for, well, about two years ago, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I, I like to spend time with fan, friends and family. Uh, that's about my life. That's about who I am. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Well, thank you, Irene, for sharing those things. I appreciate that. Um, in my understanding, you can correct me uh, whenever you, yeah, you, you okay. want, okay? But in my understanding, um, you were born in Paraguay? Yes. Yes. So, we are good there. What, what do you remember about your uh, upbringing life over there? Well, there's, there's some happy memories. Uh-huh. I forgot a lot of th- stuff already. But um, I still like it was fun at some times, and it was we had a very big family. I know that eleven, (laughs) eleven, no, fourteen siblings, right? Yeah, originally. Well, there were fifteen of us. Fifteen. Oh my goodness! Okay. So the school and everything is so, and then the upbringing, like it was so different there than it here was. Sure, absolutely. It's here. Uh-huh. But I remember spending time with family, which I liked. My siblings, we Uh had lots of fun together. And uh, and we also had to work really hard because it was a I big imagine. family. And my yeah. parents did, were not rich people, right? So we I had to start work from very young. Okay, didn't go only went to school t- till up to grade six, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. and then I started working. Okay, wow. Yeah, my, 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 you know what? My dad was pretty much similar, very similar yeah. story. And that was yeah. Uh, my dream was becoming a nurse, and I okay. wanted to go to school and uh-huh. become a nurse. So that didn't work out, right? So, so I worked till jobs like here and there uh-huh. till we went to Canada. Okay. Uh, do, do you remember uh, how did your parents move to, to Paraguay? How they moved to Paraguay or yeah. to Canada? Not to Paraguay. Oh, my parents, like they, uh, my dad was born in Paraguay. He was born in Paraguay. Yeah, he okay. was born in Paraguay. Like my mom always said that he was born on the way from Canada to Paraguay. Because oh. my grandparents <laughs> moved from Canada to Paraguay. Okay, okay. So he was born in between there. Oh, right. Yeah, and my mom came from Russia. Uh-huh. Yes, okay. So See? she came from Russia to Germany and from okay. Germany to Paraguay. And right. then they met there. And So I don't know why they did that. And then they struggled <laughs> later on to come back to Canada, right? <laughs> so that was the thing they right. did. Uh-huh. Interesting, yeah. That, that actually that was the connection I was trying to to make, you yeah, know, right. to understand if if your um, extended family moved from somewhere to Paraguay, and, yeah, and, you know, because within the Mennonite family we have similar stories. Not not all of all of them are the same, yeah, but we have similar stories. And yeah. uh, so, anyway, is there anything that you would say, you know, uh, I miss uh, from Paraguay at least? From those days, <laughs> when you were a child or a young teen, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> Not really what I can think of right now, what I, I miss. Well, if, I guess you didn't have so many worries. I don't know if that I'm so worried now. But uh-huh. when you're a kid, you're, you're so free. You, yes. You, you just, uh, you don't worry so much and you, you have your playtime and yeah. your free time. And uh-huh. that's about, like, I... Personally, I, I would never want to move to Paraguay back. Uh-huh. So okay. <laughs> I love Canada too much. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, we are alike. <laughs> but that what I would miss is like we're all together as a family. Like that is not anymore because we're all over the place with my siblings. Okay. So that that part I miss. Like, Where do you have when, siblings right now? Um, like Germany, Paraguay, BC, and Calgary. Oh, wow. Very yeah. spread out. Uh, yes. Okay. And my parents aren't here anymore. So... 
I would say the thing I miss is that what we had when we were younger, that right. closeness and that togetherness, you know? Right. You know, uh, my my extended family is not as big. Well, my story is a little bit different because I'm not Mennonite by birth. Yeah. But anyway, my mom's family is is big. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandmother uh, had um, 13 children. Wow, big family too. My mom is the oldest of them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, four of them uh, passed away when they were little. Like very young, at very young age. Okay. Yeah. So I have a little bit of understanding how a, a, a big family uh, look like. Yeah. Now, when you have such a big family, a lot of siblings, sometimes you get in trouble <laughs> with yeah. your siblings. Have you ever got in trouble for something that you didn't do it? Perhaps any of your siblings did, but you didn't. Mm. <laughs> when I got in trouble, I got in trouble, but I don't know if I didn't deserve it. <laughs> because there was always like in the later years when uh, like I'm the 11th child. Okay. So everybody like then I was kind of responsible for the four after me. Right. So and it was always like they depended on me. It uh -huh. was like. Uh, it's like I was their babysitter and I was right. like, like everything. And then if I didn't do exactly what they wanted me to do, you know, when mom and dad came home, oh, she didn't do this. She didn't uh -huh. play with us. You know, Irene was just doing that. Right. You know, stuff like that. And then I thought I did so good and I still got blamed for something, you know, because they were just minors, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't really think of something... That I mean, I got in trouble, but I probably deserved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, there is a, a type of questions that I have asked so far to everybody. And I, I understand that families are an amazing, beautiful, and yet complicated gift. <laughs> yes. Because families have good sides and, 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 and not so good sides. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, uh, but what I'm trying to um, ask our guest is what would you highlight about your extended family? What is something that you say, you know, I like this feature about the family I grew up. Is there anything that you would say, I, I love this of my family? Yeah, one thing is like we care for each other. We'll be we're there for each other. Uh -huh. Like when somebody's in trouble, like you'd say they're very, they're sick. Yeah. Or there is like in our family, there's been death in our family and, uh -huh. and other problems. Uh -huh. You know that we that we call like right now because we're all over the place that we call each other and check right. up on each other. Right. And in uh, if we live we're close together, like here in Canada or in Winnipeg, we can uh -huh. go and help. Yes. So if you didn't have that, like if you didn't have any family, where would you go, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and even like and even in fun times too, yeah. you know, like it's it goes both ways. Uh -huh. So that I would never like even when you say you come from such a large family, but I love every one of them. I don't. I wouldn't want to give up anything. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it sounds sounds really good to me. Do you remember what goofy or funny thing did anyone in your family, uh, you know, make? How did you laugh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of silly, but, you know, I, I love those stories. Yeah, well, we were, I remember mostly when we were smaller that when we were sitting around the table, I have like, there was a three little brothers. Okay. And one brother could just roll his eyes and then the other one would uh, scream. Uh -huh. Like they were just, he did it so secretly. Oh, okay. And we didn't even know why. 
the next brother was crying, you know. <laughs> and it was just always on the table that they would tease each other like that. <laughs> and and the, the way my dad and then, because one brother always just wanted to drink water instead of eat. I mean, now we, we tell each other water is so good, right? Uh -huh, and that time uh -huh. my dad always says, don't drink, eat. Okay, okay. So, and then we would, uh, so we have names for him. We called him a name. Okay. Because one was because he drank water. So it, okay. it doesn't make much sense in, in English, but he was a, a water, water something, you know. Uh -huh. And then the next one was a crybaby. And and then my dad was something so goofy too, you know, because <laughs> my dad, when he was younger, I remember him like telling stories uh -huh. and making fun. And it was with my brothers and everybody together. That was, uh, I remember him being really out there, you know, and, uh -huh. and a fun guy and right. always making jokes and stuff. And and that's uh, that's uh, the part I remember from my family, especially on the dinner table. <laughs> and there was also one thing, my mom and dad, or not so much my mom, but my dad always wanted to have soup. Really? Always soup. It had to be chicken noodle soup or soup bone soup. Interesting, okay. And we, us kids were so sick of it. <laughs> and that those are the days when my brothers would fight because nobody wanted yeah. to eat soup. Well, my dad had to have soup at least twice a week, you know. <laughs> my dad was similar to he loved soup, and I just didn't like it. Yeah, today I miss more soup to, yeah. to eat more. Well, imagine soup. in Paraguay having soup all the time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and it had to be uh, noodle soup, not vegetable. Oh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Always noodles. <laughs> Yeah, you were sick of noodles. Yes, and especially the soup, yeah. <laughs> uh, are your parents alive still? No, 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 oh, no. My dad passed away already in 1999. Oh, a long time ago. Yes, and okay. my mom about 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Since I think no, on this November, it's going to be 10 years. Do, do you have any funny story about your mom or with your mom, perhaps? My mom? <laughs> she well, My mom is, I don't like, she was, I don't know if she's funny, but my mom loved to read. Okay. Oh yeah, and if you come there and she had a story, what she was, what she thought was interesting, uh -huh. you better sit down and listen to it. <laughs> she was reading it to you, you know, and you said, oh. and oh, she did it so many times. Like she would always get the, the pass from uh, Steinbeck. It was yeah. a German. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she she would read all those comments, and then she would <laughs> make us listen to it. And even she could read a whole story like a book, and she yeah. would just could tell you everything. Right. She loved to read, and that was so hard. Like, if you ever wanted to give her a present, you find a German book uh -huh. and give it to her. Uh -huh. And my mom was very peaceful, you know? Right. And my dad was more like a, like the outgoing person and okay. more noisy than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would love that whoever uh, is listening to this episode could see uh, your face and how you move <laughs> and, and your joy. I, I just love that. Unfortunately, we are, we are not, you know, recording on video this, yeah. but it's so amazing. So thank you. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm enjoying so much this conversation. I have an interesting question, especially because you come from a big family as well. Okay. So let's say that Irene is on a trip, on a sea trip. You are in the middle of the ocean in a big, big cruise with all your siblings, okay? Mm -hmm. And somehow you got stuck in a desert island in the middle of the ocean. And the choice that you have to make is to stay there for a couple of weeks only with one of your siblings. Wow. So who on would the you... water. No, no, on the island. Oh, so okay. Who okay, would you pick? Who would you like to be with? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is a tough one. On the island. With my sister Herta. 
<laughs> Why? Because she's such a go-getter. So like she's tough and and we can do this and and she's always there. Like <laughs> like I always put myself like she's only two years older than me, uh-huh. but she's in such a great shape and and I think because she's so tough because she lost her husband many many years ago. Okay, it's really really hard for her. Uh-huh. And and she like nothing stops her. Like what she wants, she does. She's a doer. Yes. Hands on. So and she would say, Irene, we can do this, and she would just slap me with her and we would go. <laughs> Good to keep in mind, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just call on her if you need her. <laughs> uh, Irene, you moved a long time ago to Canada. Yes. Um why did you move to Canada? Why oh, why Canada? That was all my parents. Oh, okay. Because my parents, they wanted to move for so many years before we actually moved when my grandpa was still alive. Okay. But at that time, um, and my uncle lived, lived here too, mm-hmm. from my dad's side, that is. So and they were helping uh, mom and dad to get over here because I, as far as I remember, had it to do with my mom's uh, papers. Like, okay. Because from Russia, because right. she lost something. Right. So then it took for so long i don't know how many many years they tried but then finally when i was 17 it finally okay. worked so then i had no choice i had to come with him right how old were didn't you didn't want to oh really no a 17 oh who wants to move when yes. they're 17 you had all your friends there i understand so it was very hard for me i imagine that yeah um i assume that at that point you spoke german like high german low german yeah that's all i spoke and a few words in Eng- uh, spanish Okay, so when you moved here, you didn't know any English. No. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. How, how did you handle that? Oh, that was, that was like, it actually took me only a year, I should say, because I all I had in mind, because mm-hmm. my dad, because we couldn't go to school here, nobody encouraged me. Right. Anyway, but, but that wasn't the thing to do then like they do now. Everybody just, we found a job, and then if we found a job, we, we all had to go and work, because mom and uh-huh. dad got a place to, they rented a place. Right. And uh, so all I had in mind, because I knew that in Canada the rules were different. When you're 18, you, you could do your own thing. Right. In Paraguay, you had to be 21. In Chile as well, at that and time. So Not I, now, but at that time. Yeah. And yes. then, so what I was going to do is just make enough money uh-huh. as soon as I was 18 to go back to Paraguay. Okay. But then it changed. I understand, huh? Okay, what what changed uh, for you? Well, I got to, well, we kind of learned the language a bit here and there, you know. Uh-huh. And I've had a few, made a few friends by that time. That, and that's what it, you needed, right? Really. That's helpful. So I didn't want to move back anymore. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. How many people in your family moved to, that was, to Canada uh, at that time? Like, okay, it was mom and dad with six of us. Okay. Yeah. But then a good thing was already my sister, Herta, was already here with her husband. Oh. Yeah, so that was one good thing. Right. But they just moved here a few months before that. Okay. So they were very new at that. And, right. And I didn't really knew my cousins because they had sure. been living here forever and it didn't. Sure. Well, we did get together. Like that was what I had, just mm-hmm. my cousins mm-hmm. until I found a few friends and then learned English and oh, yeah. <laughs> That's because nowadays when they come from Paraguay, a lot of them they know English, right? Yes. So that was very tough. It's it was is. just not interesting, like for a teenager and a kid, almost no, adult absolutely. To, to come here in such time. And this, I don't know if this happened to you, but I remember my early years here in Winnipeg. You feel so frustrated and disappointed. You want to say something in English, and you know in your mind. 
uh, but your mouth yeah. works differently than your I brain. I know. <laughs> I know. I still remember one time when we were ordering a pizza. Okay. I had a friend who didn't, probably didn't know any English either, but you know, oh, this is, we can do this. We're going to order a pizza. Okay. And I still remember what I did. I wanted the green peepers, you know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that you did over and over again. Right. Eh? Till you, but I made it. <laughs> and you did, did it well. Yeah, I know. But still, I still don't speak right English. I don't think I'd, well, now I gave up on that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like... I, I can say that there are some immigrants that at some point, especially if, if you come here like more on a, a little bit older, um, you want to speak well, you want to do things well, but there is a point when you say, you know what, I this is enough. Mm -hmm. I, I will never speak like a, a, a native, <laughs> a native Canadian yeah, or yeah. a native, you know, uh, you know, person living in Canada. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, that's just... In, uh... Well, I don't know if I should. Like, I went to school here, did, after all. Remember uh -huh. I told you at the beginning, you right. all had to go to work. Right. But then uh, I was working then at Kitchencraft for so how many years already? I don't know. But then I, they didn't want to do that anymore. Right. So I went to evening school to finish grade 12. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, it was very tough. Like, I've worked full time. Oh, my goodness. And then yes. I went uh, to school. And I made it. I passed grade 12. <laughs> wow. And I was going to do a different job. Uh -huh. But then I didn't do it anyway. Because something, I was still planning on just keep on working. I always uh -huh. play it so safe in my life. Oh, okay, okay. Because I wanted to keep my job at Kitchencraft and go do this other thing, like right. home care in, in the evening. Okay. But okay. they didn't offer any courses in the evening. I had to quit and do it full time. Oh, yeah. So then I, okay, then I decided, and so I stayed at Kitchencraft. Uh-huh. But at least I felt like I had done something good. I had Finished grade 12. I was proud of it. Absolutely. And yeah. you must be. So, yeah. congratulations. But I still like to, they don't really teach you how to speak, eh? <laughs> I mean, they do, but they don't really care how it comes out. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Well, Erin, thank you. Thank you for sharing those okay. things. I, I really appreciate Well, thank you, Irene, for sharing those stories. Okay. Um, we are going to move now um, into a conversation about faith. Oh. Okay. So, Irene, let's talk a little bit about uh, our faith here. Can you tell me how, how did you come to faith? How, yeah, how did you become a Christian? I became a Christian and I wanted to accept Jesus. I did accept Jesus from very young when I was in Paraguay. Oh, okay. But that was more, when I think back now, they scared me into it. Oh. You know, uh, yes. Yeah. it's not that I, like my mom and dad, they always made us go to school, at a Sunday school. All right. And um, church. Uh -huh. I, I don't remember Sunday school. I don't even know if we, I, I better take that back. Uh -huh. But I, I remember church. Always go to church. If you don't go to right. church, you don't get this. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then at one time there was like um, a guy from Canada. Okay. Who came to speak that was more like, um, yeah, what's the English word for that? Evangelist or yes, something like yes. that? Yes, okay. yes. For every evening they would drill. Right, right. Like a, so, and then we all had to come, right? Yes. And then, and then I guess I did, like I felt like, you know, in your heart, okay, I should go, I should go, you uh -huh. know. But I didn't. And then. All right. And then the funny thing happens, a lady fell down in front of me. She collapsed. Okay. 
And then I thought she was dying. Oh my goodness. Oh, to, oh she's dying. And if I die now, I go to hell. Like that's what was me. me. And I just <laughs> ran to the front, you know. <laughs> but then I had a neighbor lady who talked to me after okay. that. And she okay. really, she really helped me. I wanted to really like do, I wanted Jesus in my heart and I wanted right. to do the right thing. But right. what I'm saying is scared into it. Like, Absolutely. You yeah. don't do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because Jesus is so loving. He just, he's not going to make you do things, you know. <laughs> And then I just, and then it went on and on. I just, I never became a member of our church in Paraguay. Okay. But then, and even in, and when I came to Canada, it was, um, I went to church, to this church, which, uh, because mom and dad became members here. Right. And uh, so I got to know this church, because it probably, because it was German and it was close by. Uh-huh. And then I didn't, I did never did anything much till I became, be, when we got married. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I wanted a church wedding, and it was important to me. Okay. And so through my mom and dad, they rented the church, and, and uh, we went to marriage classes with uh, Prediger Isaac. Oh, wow, okay. Very, you know. So, and then after that, and we weren't members, I wasn't baptized, Ben wasn't baptized. Mm-hmm. And then through all this, like what he t- uh, taught us at the marriage classes, right. and and how we should... Uh, like he thought at me a lot, and I, I got, I thought about it, mm-hmm. and I know we all know marriage is hard. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and after I think we were we were married a year till I decided okay. I wanna I wanna do more. I wanna become. I wanna accept Jesus. Like I had right. accepted him, but I really wanted to make the public, yo, know, and I wanted to be member of the church because right. I needed a church right. family. I needed a Christian family behind uh-huh. me, you know. Uh-huh. And and that's how that all became. And for years, well, I was Sunday school teacher for many years for, for the little kids. Uh-huh. I had lots of fun. I did that for many years. But then I only started growing in my faith later. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was like more like I I just stood there, you know. Sure. You know, yeah. I wasn't really what you would, I would say now have that relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, where I really wanted to yeah. to be closer to Him and also to the church family. Right. And right. I would say, if you don't volunteer in in churches and get to know people, uh-huh. there isn't that doesn't feel right. Yeah. It only yeah, feels yeah. good a part of the family when you're involved and do things. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So that's where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> if if you recall those days when you be you started to realize that you wanted something more, mm-hmm. perhaps something deeper. Yeah. Do you remember who helped you, who was with you, walking with you, and perhaps helping you to grow in your faith? Well, they, I have a sister-in-law, mm-hmm. and she lived here at that time. She okay. moved back to Paraguay. Okay. And she, we got, we, uh, we understand each other very good. Like sure. we can talk, we could always talk for hours. Okay. And with her, we talk mostly we talked about our our lives and uh-huh. our faith. And, sure, sure. And how it is and how we can grow and how we did grow and and she would tell me exp- experience she had. Uh-huh. So she helped me a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and that um, and with seeing her like with like Thomas, I, I she's such a amazing person. Uh-huh. Like some is what her lifestyle or what her life was and, and that she always just looked at the positive side, you know? Right. So, and then you kind of realize, well, that's, if she can do it and like tried, I would try harder too, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would say that is her who really and 
helped me along, you know. Uh-huh. What's her name? It's Susie. Susie. It's, uh, Susie Cron. They used to be actually members here really? in our church. Yeah. Oh, I it didn't is Ben that's from Ben's side. Uh, his, okay. Susie's husband sure. is Ben's brother. Right. Well, you, you know why I ask sometimes names? It's not that I want to sniff a hundred people's you, life. You know, no. It's, it's to honor those who have who have made an, an, a positive impact in our lives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. And you know what? I maybe should mention another guy. Uh-huh. They are friends. I hope he doesn't mind if I mention his name. Uh-huh. It's Carney Veeb. Okay. He's <laughs> we've been friends like as a couple, but uh-huh. he's a he was a good friend to Ben for I don't know for I think forever since I got married with Ben. Okay. And I ch- and I don't know how many yeah so we know them for almost all our married life. I know them. All right. I didn't know them before that, and. Uh, I saw him grow. Like, I saw uh-huh. him change. Oh. Like, like, and it was just, like, so amazing. And more yeah. and more he would, yeah. like, more to, that he would, they invite us to for their cabin. Right. So, we sometimes we spend time there in the summer, like, uh-huh. they invite us once or twice a summer. Uh-huh. And he made a point of it, having devotion together. Oh, beautiful. And, and talk about it, you know, and he talks a lot about, but faith and, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, but uh-huh. real life, era, yeah real life is Jesus, right? Uh-huh. And then that made me too, you know? Yes. You know, I want to be, like, look at them, like, look at him. He uh, encouraged yeah. me yes. to look, you know, and, yeah. and if you, you cannot grow if you don't eat, right? Yes. So if you don't read the Bible, read the word, search. Yeah. So he, I, I would say he did a lot in my life too. That's amazing Just to, to hear. S- see him, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's wonderful, yeah. you know, because people, that's the beauty of the church community. People shapes each other yeah and we shape each other and and in that shaping uh and sometimes it's not easy it's not but but we grow yes we become stronger uh not only stronger we believer but i think what jesus does in us is jesus help us to be better humans yes better people yeah and, and, that's... and, and that's a beauty to me oh yeah right and so, yeah and if he like what was this like when you when I read something, help me to be more like Jesus. Uh-huh. And then at the beginning, right. how can I even pray this? Like how can I be like Jesus? You know, <laughs> that is way too much. You know, I could never do that. You know. Yeah. But then that's what it meant, right? Yeah. Because we're trying all the yes. time. Yes. Because of course we're never going to be like. Sure. Yeah. We're always going to make mistakes. Sure. Except me, like me, I uh-huh. make a lot of mistakes. Uh-huh. I want to learn from them and grow. Absolutely. So at some point you got baptized here, here in our oh, yeah, congregation? Yeah. Oh, I lost my thought here. Yeah, that's what, and then, then I did get baptized like uh-huh. after that. And, uh, and oh, I did, I thought I mentioned that before I went on after how I grew. <laughs> yeah, I did get baptized. And then that's when I started like helping like in the Sunday school and stuff. Yeah. And then just kind of stay there, what I mentioned before. Right, right, right. And then I... <laughs> I know, no, I'm sure, I like, I know I'm, I grew so much from that point, right. you know, like what I said before, I just kind of, would just stood there for years, you know, uh-huh. I was reading my Bible, coming uh-huh. to church, and that was the end of it. Okay. You know, and, and that, I know now that was wrong, that, yeah. but I'm so glad that God gave me the chance, you know, oh. like he didn't give up on me, he just, you know, <laughs> Irene, it's not what you're supposed to do, right? And, and he had always been there for me, like in tough times. So. Uh-huh. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Irene. Uh, what do you say draws closer to God? 
what is something, perhaps any activity or something that you feel, you know, when I do this, I feel closer to God. Well, that is when I take time for myself uh -huh. to read his word uh -huh. and not just read it, like just you like read it and really think about. Meditate like, on it. Yes. Right. And that's when I feel the closest uh -huh. to him. Uh -huh. And then that's what I, and because I sometimes I'm, I like like busy. I always oh, up too busy now to do that. And I uh -huh. try to make the point. Okay, no. Before I go on my daily activities, what I have uh -huh. to do, do this first. Right. And then what I'm trying to remember, like lately, I like you forget things easier. I yeah. want to remember sure. what I read. Uh huh. And sometimes I have to go and read it again. Okay. So that I read it again and really think about what I have read so that I want to feel close to God, you know. You don't right. want to feel all this uneasy stuff and unknown sure. stuff, especially where we live in right now, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, um, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any favorite story of the Bible? Not what I would remember now. There are so many of them, <laughs> but... <laughs> And like I said, if I would, then I probably forgot which verse it was, you know. Sure. Well, but, that's, fine. Uh, that's fine. Some sometimes it's difficult to make a choice because in the in the Bible, surprisingly, there are so many good stories. Oh yeah. So, good stories and then and what always points out like there's so much stories about love, right? And uh -huh. forgiveness. Uh-huh. And uh -huh. and that is always I love that. Good, good, good. You were saying uh, a little bit about the the tough seasons of of your lives. So, when when you have to face tough seasons, we all do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At some point in our life, we all feel like we are under <laughs> the weather. So, how how do you hold hold on? Well, I always like if I could, it gets too hard for me, or I think, oh, I feel it down, or I feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, then I always think about no, I can do this. It says like if you pray. God will answer you. Yeah. He will help you. Yeah. And, uh, but it's also a thing sometimes, um, for example, I don't know, but when I have a bad knee, so okay. I need to get a knee replacement. They can't fix it. Right. Okay. So I can't do stuff what I really want to do. And uh -huh. it really, and I get depressed about it because uh -huh. everybody's walking in and I, I can't go for long walks anymore. Okay. And it's like so easy, like to be down. Yes. And then, but no, I says, you know what? There's so many people who suffer so much more than I do. I can still walk. I, I'm not really, like I have pain, but like people have way more pain than that. Uh -huh. So I always try to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm not that bad. He's way worse off. <laughs> and, and then I can do it, you know, uh -huh. and I want to snap out of it. I, yes. I always snap one of when I get down and depressed and sad. Uh -huh. I don't like uh -huh. that. Uh -huh. uh, that is not what God wants for us. And it's, so then I, even then, of course, you pray more, you read more, you look for more, right? Uh -huh. And then you're happy, for me at least, in my life. Uh -huh. If uh -huh. everything goes good, yeah, then you're not that close. I'm always closer to God when I'm more in trouble. Uh -huh. I don't know if that's right for me. And I'm sometimes ashamed of it and I tell him. Uh -huh. Because why am I happy? He'd give me the happiness, right? Uh -huh. Okay. But that's how I cope with that. Like, always just... Uh, I know that the God is there for me, and I, I pray and I believe that, that He will help me, because that's what He says. Right. And then, and somehow I snap out of it. You know what is interesting uh, to listen to you, is how somehow you are able, especially in those moments when the negativity comes to you, uh, you are able to fight. Mm -hmm. 
and you are able to change that pattern. It's like a, a training. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because... It's- exactly. And, and it seems that over the years when we do that, uh, you you grow stronger. Oh, because yeah, you, Because sure. you know how to deal with, with the negativity in your life. Yeah. Right? Um, you don't want not to get stuck there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, that's, I think that's very helpful for, for many people, for many yeah, you know, for, people, for, humans. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, this, is, this is really important. You know, uh, last, uh, no, not last week, but I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a chance to interview Pastor Rafael. Now Pastor Rafael is uh, moving to another place. Yeah. And we are going into a transition in our congregation. If someone comes to you and say, hey, Harin, what are your hopes about Springfield Heights, what would you say? What 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 do you dream about the future of our church? Well, I hope that we get a good leader again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's the I think the first thing we need, right? Yeah. Or we need somebody in charge, uh-huh. you know, and that he, because uh, I would really like to that everybody would come back after this. Stronger than we were before. Uh-huh. Like what sometimes what scares me is people going to get so relaxed at home and they won't want to come back. But I don't know. That's maybe the fear I have in me. Yeah, yeah, no. But yeah. I, I pray for that. I pray for that, that we will all come back, and that we will be stronger than before and yeah. we will have a good leader again. We can, like, I'm already praying for it all the time. Uh-huh. So God knows that. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that we can work again together. Yes. You know, that we can be together, be joyful and do God's work together. What do you mean by this? Like COVID? Yeah, COVID. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I'm talking about not being together, that's, yeah, COVID. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, you know, it's been such a disruptive year, yeah, more especially, than a year, right? especially for me now. Sometimes I sit down in church right. and a lot's bench there when I yeah. clean. Oh, it so feels not right, you know. It feels like people should be here, and yeah. we should have. I've been in the kitchen, and then like think back how many, how much food we would cook, and we would laugh, and we would eat, and we would yeah. be happy. Yeah, now there's nothing there. Yeah. And then, and then I'm questioning, are we going to do this again, you know? <laughs> and that's, I'm hoping that we'll all come back uh-huh. and uh-huh. that we can grow in, in, uh, in our faith together uh-huh. Uh-huh. and do good for the community. Good. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we, I'm sure it will happen. Uh-huh. I mean, this, we, this COVID is not going to kill us, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Erin, <laughs> for sharing your thoughts. Thank you for sharing your stories about your faith, your walk with God, your walk with with Jesus. Uh, we appreciate that. You know, we sometimes don't have or don't take don't take the the time to listen to these amazing stories. There are so much in us, so much uh, good things in us that yeah. needs to be out there. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me change a little bit the, okay. the topic here. Now, uh, I would like uh, to ask about uh, Ben. I mean, he, he has been in this conversation <laughs> some, <Yeah. laughs> some time. Yeah. So let me say that Ben is your husband. Uh, how, how long have you been married? It was, oh, was it 35 years in May 25th or 36? 
Wow. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, how did you meet uh, Ben? Where? We, I met Ben here in Winnipeg. Okay. You, you mean a specific place or just? No, no, no. In Winnipeg. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and how? Oh, we, I met him at a party. Oh. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell oh, me more. Yeah. I want to hear. <laughs> well, there's uh, that part of my, you know we used to have parties a lot. You know. Okay. I mean, that we were all like they they were dancing and we were nice. Okay. There were a lot of dance parties when like when I came to Canada. Okay. That was a thing to do. Nice. Like house parties, you get together. And, right. And that's where I met him. Okay. And then we start going out and. Tell me, is he a good dancer? Mm. <laughs> well, now I would say it's quite silly, but at that time, I would, <laughs> of course, eh? When we would go to the, I don't even know if it's still there, like okay. to, the, to the German thing with the polka. Oh. He, he loves to dance polka, but not me so much. Yeah, it was... Interesting. Yeah. He, ben was a very lively guy He when he was younger. Well, shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he liked to have fun, like yeah. dance, like love to dance. Yeah, uh -huh. good, good for him. When did you get married? Did you date for how long? We we got married in 1985. Uh huh. So we were dating for three, four years. I'm not even wow, sure. Wow, so long ago. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you know what I ask? It's just to have a because it's a different understanding, a different way of doing things. Yeah. Today is completely different. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. many people today don't get married. I mean. Some sometimes I, I I'm surprised that still people get married because it seems that culturally I'm not saying that they shouldn't but culturally the trend is that people just get together I and know. that's it so that's why uh, I'm trying to get a better understanding yeah yeah no no we had it all like the old fashioned way you know no that's nice and it was good like church wedding uh -huh. like that doesn't happen very often anymore eh? yeah. like we had our yeah our dinner in the basement here really yeah wow. Yeah. I imagine it, it was packed. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, the whole basement was full of people. And wow. we had like some people playing some music for us. I remember that. Nice. Yeah. It was a, it was a good wedding. Good for you. A long time ago. <laughs> Irene, what, what would you say are some of the good things that Ben brings to, to your relationship? Yeah. I was thinking about that already. What to say. Like... The relationship or like the Your whole marriage. marriage thing. Yeah, the whole marriage. Like thing. I would, like I would give him a lot of credit for it, especially at the beginning, like the financial things. Uh -huh. Like he was way more responsible than uh -huh. me, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> and and uh, like I did good, okay too. But he was always the one, you know. Like like he had a he had a house when we got married, oh, which he was wow. very proud of it. Oh, absolutely! I was imagine. A, it was a small house. It was a brand new house where we moved into. Uh -huh. We both uh -huh. had like each lived in an apartment, right? And then we moved, left the apartments, right? And he was very good at that, like keeping that all together and and fixing things around the house and. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, it's so different, you know. Now we kind of now I run the household more like the financial <laughs> thing, you know, because I'm I'm semi-retired, right? right? So I took all that, and and he's always working. He's always he always works very hard. Like uh -huh. I mean, he goes to to work every day, and I mean, it's not as he has a very hard job. Yeah, yeah, yeah but no. he's very responsible uh -huh. in that, you know, and uh -huh. taking care of things. Good, nice. Yeah. So good. Do you have any special I don't know hobby that you do together, or I don't know. No, we're actually very different. 
Okay. That sometimes makes it a little harder to, uh, <laughs> because uh, Ben loves the outside. Uh-huh. He's he loves to fish. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. He uh, at the beginning when uh, we would go fishing, uh, then I went with him from the shore. Like he wouldn't have to right. have a boat, and we would. Right. Amanda was a little girl. Uh-huh. I remember we would go in on the water, and we would sit there, and he would fish. Okay. But now these days, that's not the thing anymore. You have to be on the boat, okay. and and I don't like. Being on the boat underwater. Like, I don't like water that much. Yeah, okay. Because I am um, not that kind. <laughs> so so I don't go fishing with him. And he loves to go hiking, which I can't do anymore yes, because of what I, I already mentioned. So, and even long walks. We used to walk a, a lot when I had a better knee. So uh-huh. we, we enjoyed walking together. But now it's more... And he doesn't like to go shopping, and I like to go shopping. <laughs> so what do we actually... <laughs> but we make it work, you know? We yeah, used to, sure, you know, absolutely. he would come shopping, I would go walking, yeah, and I would, yeah, yeah. you know, we did a lot, a lot of camping. Oh. When we were, like, since we got married, we always were camping. Okay. But Amanda grew up like that with sure. us camping. And and we did that actually till, but even last year when uh-huh. COVID allowed it, we even went camping, yeah, I think twice. Right. I don't like it that much anymore. I only do it for him. <laughs> but this is things what you do, right? Yes. Yes. You know, and. Yes. So we, uh, what we do actually together is we, we watch our shows and movies and. Good. And Beautiful. just sit and talk and <laughs> listen to music. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's always things to do, you know. That's amazing. Thank huh? you. Um, you know, I mean, you have mentioned. Uh, Mentioned it several times, uh, Amanda here yes. in this conversation as well. She's uh, your daughter. Yes. So, what do you say are some of the joys of having uh, Amanda in your life? Just about right now, she's an adult. Yes. She's getting. She's engaged now. She's getting married. Uh-huh. If a lot. If COVID allows it in October. Yeah. Are you happy about it? Yes. Good. <laughs> See, I am very happy for her <laughs> that she's getting married. She has a. She's very in love with Martin. Beautiful. Martin okay. Hagemann, and oh. he's very good to her. Nice. Like, as far as I know him, like I sure. did, like you already said, a lot of people don't get married anymore. Yeah. They live together. That's yeah. what Amanda did too, which okay. was very against my liking. And I, mm-hmm. But that was her decision. She's sure. an adult. Absolutely. Right? Like, there's nothing I could do. No, 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 but no. that's why I'm so glad that they made this okay. commitment, right? Okay. So I am watching her, the woman she became, and I'm proud of her. She's the kind of person, like she started with, at the beginning when she grew up, I thought I had maybe did a, not did the best for her because uh-huh. she didn't want to really go to school. And I wanted oh, her wow. so bad to go to school and did better than me, you yes, know? Yes, yes. Like, I think every parent wants that. Yeah. And, but that's okay, because she had other jobs. Uh-huh. And she did, uh, she was a librarian, she took that. But then. Awesome. But no, right now, she's in school, she's, uh, because she wants to be a teacher. So it took her a while. That's amazing. But I told her, I encouraged her, it's better it's better now than never. Do yes. what you love to do. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and she's doing a lot of things, what I what we did together at home, for she always thought it was not fun, like planting flowers. <laughs> look at what she's doing now. Mom, <laughs> look what I did. I planted flowers. <laughs> like, I enjoy. Yeah. And she bakes. Like, I love to bake. She likes to bake. Beautiful. So it's just, I'm just so proud of her. I'm glad to hear that. I'm really, I'm really glad that I can see it in your face, in your eyes, <laughs> in your smile. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, for sharing that. What is something that you like about your own family? Your family is smaller than Very what you small. have, right? So, but what do you like about you and Ben and Amanda? 
Or did we get to lo- did we get along so good and uh-huh. then we come together and and and, uh, and we can like we have gone on trips too uh-huh. before she moved out you know and it just I know it's 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 so peaceful and and when like I like that part too right like it's right now because that's what I'm used to right I I wanted more kids I wanted a big family but that uh-huh. didn't work out uh-huh. so I I'm totally fine with that now that we are a small uh-huh. family calm sure. and and do things together and. And be there for each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, you know, Martin is going to come into our family. Uh So it's going to be four. Wow. So it's super. Good. Good for you. Yeah. I wish people could see you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it came from the heart. (laughs) Absolutely. And and that's the beauty of this kind of conversation as well. Even if it's maybe sometimes uh, the way I talk on riddles, but... You were mentioning mentioning um, that uh, when you got married, or actually you met Ben at a party. Yeah. So do you, do you have any favorite artists or, I don't know. Well, you know what, my favorite, they're not my favorite anymore. <laughs> no, I was very into hard music. Okay. The dance music, the okay. hard rock and roll and stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which, <laughs> And uh, the oldies, like I still like to uh, sure, yeah. listen to them. They give you the beat, you know. Yes. And uh, but right now I'm not really. I don't listen to music that. If I do listen to music now, uh-huh. totally different than I used to be. Oh, it was yeah, always going to be like uh, Christian music, like the yeah. hymns or the like. I love that kind of music now. Uh-huh. I don't really. I don't like country music. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's too sad. You know, they always just talk about. I don't know. It just gets me sad if I listen to that too much. Okay. So right. it's just, I usually have that on this Christian radio station at home when I work, do my housework. And, uh-huh. and if there's any good songs, you pick them. and Yeah. Do you like to sing? No, me? Yeah. Ben told me once I couldn't sing, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot keep it. <laughs> That's, you remember you told me one time too when you were at the beginning here, Irene, how come you're not singing? You told me. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I, uh, I sing for, to myself in my heart. <laughs> I sing, but I don't, I can't sing really. It's not, yeah. it's, not no, my, it's not my thing. <laughs> and what is uh, something that, uh, one of the favorite things you like to do in summer? Like after I plant all my flowers, uh-huh. the grass is green to have people over for barbecue and just sit there and enjoy it. Nice. And then go for slow walks, like me, slow walks, uh-huh. and look what other people planted. And, yeah. You know, just enjoy the beauty of the nature, like like the flowers yes. this, and the trees and what. Do you have to deal with uh, deers or rabbits? in, in Rabbits. In okay. How do you handle that? <laughs> well, my husband is handling that. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbits always came in our backyard. They wanted yeah. to eat my flowers, yeah. and they were yeah, eating yeah. our grape plants and even our apple tree. Okay. And he every year he says, "No, I got them. I made a fence." <laughs> and I says, "Look." <laughs> and but this year he says he did really good job. So I hope uh-huh. they stay out now. You know what happened to us? We we, we are not really good at gardening, but mm-hmm. we are getting better and better. Especially my wife. And she bought a number of flowers and she planted them in, in the front yard and it, and it looked really, really amazing. <laughs> but we didn't count that overnight deers <gasps> would come. Oh, oh no, no deers in our house. <laughs> so yeah. they, they they ate them almost all, all oh of it. Oh my gosh. They left, I think, two or one. <laughs> and then came the rabbits. <laughs> oh yeah, and they ate the rest. Eh? Exactly. <laughs> you like to cook? I like to cook. So do you have any favorite 
Mennonite food? I oh yeah, I got lots, but one of my favorites is pierogies. Yummy. Cottage cheese pierogies with the schmonfat, you know, with the yeah, with the cream sauce. Yeah, it has to be that or the, yeah, yeah. That is one of my favorites. Mennonite food, but um, there's lots. And what is your favorite, uh, let's say, uh, recipe that you like to cook or bake? Well, in the summertime, I make a lot of times. I make the rhubarb plots. That's one of my. I've ate that. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. And what else do I cook a lot? I made chipa. Yeah. Yeah. What I, style? I think there is a Brazilian style. Yeah, I do the. Style, style. I do the cupa, the the cupcake chipa, the soft ones. Okay. Yeah. And I made the sopa. That's not even Mennonite, but sopa. I got a very good recipe for sopa. Like in the summertime when you're outside eating that with the barbecue. That was funny for me to uh, to me to know because the first time when I ate sopa, I was a CMU student and one of my friends from Paraguay, a Mennonite, he invited us actually to eat sopa. Mm -hmm. And sopa in Spanish is soup. Oh, no. So I was expecting for soup. And then I got sopa. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> well, what kind of soup? It was soup, completely eh? different. Yeah. It was good. I mean, yeah. I, delicious. I love it. Uh -huh. But it was so funny, you know, uh -huh. unexpected, yeah. I would say. Yeah, that would be. Irene, uh, I just want to say, you know, I'm I'm very thankful um, for you to, to be here with us today and sharing your stories, your thoughts, your ideas, your uh, ways to cope. Uh, your stories of faith and life. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you well, for uh, your willingness to, to share with us today. And I, I hope that the people uh, that are listening to this episode enjoy so much this conversation as I, I've done. Okay, thank you. Well, yeah, thank you for asking me. And I wasn't sure if I should accept, but well, I did accept it, but then I wasn't sure if I should do it anymore. But you make it so easy, Holis. So easy to talk to you. I would like to say that to you. It's so nice to have you around when I work here. You're just like, it's so, I always say that, you know, I love that when people, when like, when it's easy for me to talk yeah, to them and yeah. they, you know, they're all like friendly yeah. and in a good mood and that makes it so much easier to be around. And you're one of the people here that makes it easy. I, I'm very grateful for that, that we have you here. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Erin. We are grateful for you, for your life, and for all of the things that you do in our church. Um, friends, thank you for listening to this episode. This has been uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours, Stories of Faith and Life. Um, if you would like to have some suggestions for us about questions, ideas, or other thoughts that you would like to share with us, please send us an email to joseluis at Heights. .ca. That's it for today. Bye. Bye. Thank you, God, for calling me. Thank you, God, for calling me into your community. Thank you, God, for calling me. Thank you, God, for calling me.